the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, who is again broadcasting, not in studio, but from his secret underground bunker somewhere in Southern California, hopefully trying to stay, trying to stay dry. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's, been, it's been raining, and... I, you know, I'm old enough to remember when the weather forecast was, we expect rain today, and we expect rain again tomorrow. Now it's, we're on storm watch! And, you know, but, but of course, you know, people in Southern California just don't know how to deal with the rain. I was just looking on the, the Internet this morning, and in Southern California, the top trending term in Google searches was cubit. Well, I was going to say, uh, you need to be concerned if you see your neighbor starting to stock up on lumber. He might be one of those people that searched for cubits. Yeah, this is this this is the weather that would happen every week in Maryland when I grew up. We would typically have thunderstorms and rainstorms that would last a day or two. It was not uncommon to get an inch or two of rain in that period. But out here in California, we refer to it as global warming. Absolutely. Of course, it was snowing in Hawaii. For the, there was yeah. A, if you saw that, if you saw the picture, there, there's a state park in on Maui that, for the first time ever, it wasn't just a light dusting of snow; it was blanketed with snow. Greg, I'm I'm going to take exception to your description of what happened to Hawaii. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't snow that fell on the ground. That was global warming that fell on the ground. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, it is interesting to, in in the uh, in the environment that we're in, where we have this Green New Deal being proposed to deal with the impact of uh, man caused climate change. We have weather. We have weather, Greg. It's called weather. It's not called climate change. It's called weather. Oh, so. Right, and we we have a guest which we're going to get to in just a minute, but just one further comment on that is it's sometimes hard to know whether the weather is merely weather or whether it's global warming. And there's actually an easy way to know the difference. It if, is? Oh, absolutely. If the weather supports the global warming scam, then it's climate change. But if the weather does not support the global warming scam, then it's merely weather. So hopefully that will clear things up. Now let's turn to our guest who is back joining us uh, again. He's been on the show many times and who exemplifies our motto of the most important political office is that of the private citizen, Agnes Gibney, who is an angel mom. Her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien. And she's been very, very active in trying to make the, her son's murder something that does, that, so that other families don't experience the same thing. And she is now back in Washington with other 
angel families trying to state their cause and trying to actually meet with Nancy Pelosi. We'll hear about that. Agnes, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Great it's great to, to have you, you and I do want... I I do want to reiterate what Greg said. We so appreciate what you and the other families are doing to to keep the memory of your children alive and also to confront those people that are adamantly opposed to regulating illegal immigration through border security, through enhanced measures at the border called a wall. And as I understand it, you guys actually had a wall used to keep you from meeting with Nancy Pelosi. That's right. Uh, yesterday, a group of some 29 angel moms and dads uh, showed up at Pelosi's office. We've been trying to get an appointment with her uh, for the past couple of weeks, and with no success, none of us. And uh, when we, when I walked out of the office, I thought, whoa, there were about... 12, 13, 14 officers on one side lining up the hallway and on the stairs uh, coming up and down. On the other side, there must have been about 19 law enforcement, uh, Capitol Police, lining up the the offices. And I I just thought for a minute, wouldn't it have been nice if our borders could be disprotected so illegal aliens wouldn't invade our country? Yeah, that was my. That was exactly my reaction when I saw the pictures you posted. Is that if only they would protect America's borders half as much as they protect yeah. Nancy Pelosi's borders, we would all be a, a lot better off. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. Aww, happy Valentine's Day back to you. That's so sweet of you. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you. I'm away from my family, but it's a small price to pay to fight for our country because, as you know, there is nothing I can do for my son, but I can do for my country because this is my only home. And I will defend this country and do everything I can uh, to make sure that we are protected, that citizens of this country are protected. So I understand that you, you, were, you were trying to get also get a meeting with um, President Trump. And you've met him before, and the Angel families have met him before, but you were blocked this time for some reason. Yes, what I heard is, uh, this is not official, but what I heard is that for the past two weeks, a very prominent person was trying to get us uh, to see the president, and uh, they they think that they're barring us from going in to speak with the president, because if you would see the pictures of our children uh, who have been killed by illegals and see our faces that he would not sign this bill that Congress came up with, which is a slap in the face for American citizens. So we are being barred from going in. But we're going to uh, call a press conference later this evening and right in front of the White House. So hopefully President Trump will see that America is behind him and for him not to sign this meager uh, Senate bill that they are trying to pass that has a lot of loops uh, to protect against criminals. Right, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not just the paltry one point three billion dollars for trying to secure the border with restrictions on where they can build, what type of fence one. So, you know, make sure the fence 
can easily be climbed by the illegal aliens trying to come into the country. But they've buried other things in there, such as a provision that says that anyone associated with an unaccompanied minor cannot right. can cannot be deported. So it, it will reinstate what Obama was doing was letting illegal alien parents and family members come pick up their smuggled illegal alien children and disappear back into the back into the country ignoring and flouting our immigration laws. Just one more example, if you need another example of how the Democrat Party as well as a lot of cheap labor Republicans want open borders and unlimited immigration and American people and people and angel families such as yourself be damned. Yes, and that's an insanity. And I haven't been watching much TV because we have been on the go from morning until night. And by the time you come back, you're so mentally and physically exhausted. But I hear that uh, 49,000 beds were reduced to 40,000 which is only 9,000, but the question is, so what, what? So now these refugees will be released back into our street because there are not enough beds to house them, and the same thing. They have a door in the back to come in. Right. And, uh, the, the whole bill is, is just wrong. Right. It, it, just, it, it, it keeps in place catch and release because how the laws, given the laws and given how liberal judges who understand the importance of open borders and unlimited immigration to the Democrat Party are that they you have to they're they're required to just catch and release the illegal aliens, which of course is just a huge incentive. And we just saw earlier this week there was a Gallup did a poll in Latin America and there are five million people who plan to come to the United States in the next year, in the next twelve months. And there's forty two million behind them that want to do it. But haven't made a definite, haven't made a plan yet. Oh, I'm going to do it this year. So you're looking at 47 million people that are ready to come through the wide open border that the Democrats and the cheap labor Republicans want to keep in place. Right, and you know, Don and Greg, I'm not a, a career politician. I'm not a politician. I'm very new to this, to the political uh, world. But anybody that has a little bit of common sense would think that this would just, uh, once you pass this bill, you would just tell the other refugee countries, come in with a child. If it's yours or not, it doesn't matter. You have a, a open door to come in. It's an invitation. It's creating incentives for illegals to come into our country. Let's pause right here for a word from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Angel Mom and activist extraordinaire Agnes Gibney after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the 
same amount as they would have otherwise, with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on Earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Program, the show for the most important political office. Our listeners, private citizens out there who are sharing in the impact of everything from the crazy policies of California to what's unfolding in Washington, D.C., what's unfolding in Washington, D.C. this week were, uh, I want to say, about three dozen angel families, including someone from our neck of the woods, Agnes Gibney, who lost her son because of a criminal illegal alien who murdered him. There are a lot of stories back there, Agnes, about some of about uh, that each of these families have. And some of those there was some live streaming going on on Thursday when you guys were in Nancy Pelosi's office and many of the family members were being interviewed. Don Rosen was interviewed and others, some of whom I had never heard from before. And some of the crimes that were being described that had taken lives from these families, their children, were stories I had never heard before. In one case, uh, someone lost her son because of illegal immigrant crime activity, gang activity that was happening in a park. And when they were trying to escape the park, uh, he had ducked in a car and someone drove a spike through his head. I'd never heard of some of these. Are you, as you guys gather together, do you still hear brand new stories about families that have lost family members that some of these stories have not become, uh, you know, commonplace in the media yet? Yes, unfortunately. And there was even probably hundreds or thousands more that we haven't come across yet. And the particular case you're talking about, it was a paint rod uh, pushed through his skull and he died uh, several days later, I think. Uh, it, the uh, mother, uh, Kathy Woods, lives in San Diego. San Diego gotcha. area. Yeah. Um, but you hear uh, these stories. There was a lot of them. They were killed by an ac- uh, with an accident or hit and run or, or uh, drunk driving, a lot of uh, through drunk driving. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if it was a shooting, a stabbing, a uh, hit and run, or just run somebody down on the street. The fact still remains that none of these people should have been killed because none of those illegals should have been in our country. Right. The acceptable rate of illegal alien crime is zero. Because you're right, exactly. they, should, they, sh- they shouldn't be here. And the advocates of open borders and unlimited immigration falsely claim that, well, illegal, <laughs> illegal aliens commit less crime. And, well, th- and that's not true because, one, is that, that's, that information is concealed and generally not kept. But where it is kept in Texas and in Arizona, the data shows quite to the contrary. There was just a recent study done showing from Arizona records that illegal aliens are 160% more likely to be convicted of murder 
than Americans. That's just, yeah, and that is okay. just one example. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then you look at all the other effects is that the, the, the illegal alien children f- cl- fill the schools and take resources and divert t- teacher time from American children. They fill the emergency rooms. 80% of illegal alien households fa- are uh, using more, one or more welfare programs, incarceration costs. It goes on and on and on. The, the, the illegal aliens are a huge net burden to American taxpayers, in addition to the costs, such as to yourself, of your murdered son, there's, there's, there are costs all the way across the board that the, 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 the sole benefit, the benefit of illegal aliens, of mass immigration, is to the Democrat Party in stacking the voting deck and to business interests that want cheap labor. Yeah. And I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to put it this way, but to the ruling class, to the Democrat Party and the cheap labor Republicans, murdered Americans like your son or the 70,000 Americans that are died from drug overdoses last year and 95% plus of those drugs came across the unsecure southern border are merely roadkill to the Democrat Party and their drive for power. Yes, absolutely. And this is a real problem that a lot of these politicians, Pelosi and Schumer, they are not taking into account that our children's lives mattered. Uh, They had dreams, too, and they don't care. It's like a collateral damage for them to get one step ahead in their agenda at the expense of our children. Well, it gets even worse because we're not just talking about what's happened in the past. But there are policies after policy that are being implemented in cities and municipalities across the country that are actually taking uh, that that are that are taking the pressure off of those things that might report or might uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for that might help keep crimes from happening. The city council in Charlotte actually asked the police to back off of DUI enforcement for illegal aliens. The council asked to approve a grant to pay for traffic checkpoints. They were asked. But the but the uh, Democrat on the council asked why the police were doing DUI checkpoints at the same time there were illegal alien roundups. What they're saying is the uh, illegal aliens are becoming fearful of the presence of police in these communities. So what's the answer? The answer is to back off of DUI enforcement um, and, and, and let this, uh, in, in certain communities, let this crime go unchecked. That's just unconscionable. Um, we're yeah. also getting details about what's been included in this uh a package for funding the Department of Homeland Security, and it includes n- any number of rules to actually help Democrat legislatures and legislators and activist groups stigmatize and choke the immigration enforcement process before the 2020 election. It heaps piles of reports on DHS and its uh, uh, constituent agencies to just literally choke the system in terms of the kinds of reports they're looking for from ICE, from the Department of Homeland Security, from uh, the various different agencies. So, they're, you know, here's the bottom line. 
if the people coming across the border majorly wrote voted for Republicans, you would be able to see the wall that the Democrats would build across that southern border from space. Not only the wall, it would be the after the wall, there would be a minefield, a moat, and another wall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, what's really disturbing for me is that uh, there is no grant, any money allowed to, uh, for ICE to remove criminal illegal aliens from our country. Think about that for a minute. That means criminal illegal aliens, forget about the fact that they broke the law by coming here illegally. Those that committed sexual assault, assault burglary, crimes, serious sex, uh, uh, rapes, uh, murder, they don't, they don't want to give ICE money to remove these criminals from our country. How insane is that? It's like we want to keep them in our country. Why? So they can continue victimizing it's our not, citizens? It's not insane. It's not insane. It's evil by the Democrat Party. It is not insane. They know exactly what they're doing. They want no illegal alien ever removed from the country. They want the open border. They want unlimited immigration for power in order to fundamentally transform this country into a secular, socialist, decaying country. Yes. So it's evil. But the the Democrat Party, I mean, there there may be people like, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez and twits like that, who don't understand what may not understand the full picture. But the chess players of the Democrat Party know full well what they're doing. They know full what the, what they're doing to Americans like your family, and they yeah. don't care. Hey, Greg and uh, Don, I am so sorry. I would love to talk to you guys forever. I have another interview in another half a minute, so unfortunately, I have to get off. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I will continue fighting here uh, for our country and do everything I can. You guys take care. Thank you for joining us, Agnes. Thank you, Agnes. And um, if we only have more people, more citizens as active and dedicated to their role as a citizen as Agnes Gibney, we would save our country and the republic. We only have another couple minutes here of, in this in this segment, Don. The uh, investigative reporter Cheryl Atkinson, you know, the noted right-wing activist Cheryl, Cheryl Atkinson, reported that from 2011 to 2016, illegal aliens, these are just the ones you have the records of, committed more than 1 million drug crimes, 663,000 assaults, sex offenses, and kidnappings, 33,000 homicides, and 1,500 terrorism-related crimes. All of that due to the fact that the Democrat Party and, unfortunately, too many Republicans want open borders and unlimited immigration for their own selfish political and economic reasons. Well, it's true. And to add insult to injury, I wanted to ask Agnes this question, but I'm pretty sure I know the answer. I was going to ask her how much money her family has received in support or services they've received in support from the federal government or even the state government since the killing of her murder of her son. Embedded in this bill to help fund the Department of Homeland Security is $192 million for improved medical care, transportation, and consumables to better ensure the health and safety of migrants who who are temporarily in U.S. Customs and uh, 
uh, in in ICE's protective custody. And this breaks down. It's just amazing. $40 million for increased consumable commodities such as food, infant formula, and diapers. So all that, so that message going to these folks is get over the border and we're going to take care of you and feed you. How much care did Agnes's family and the other angel families receive when their family members were murdered? Somewhere between zero and zero. Stay with us for the second half of Unite IE Radio and we'll delve into other important topics this week besides immigration. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 NMLS 9873 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. We had the opportunity to talk to Angel Mom, Agnes Gibney, before, who uh, is back in Washington, D.C., was back this week in order to try to, uh, among other things, meet with Nancy Pelosi uh, to try to find out why it is that she uh, prefers illegal immigrants over American citizens who have lost family members due to criminal illegal alien activity. And then also to try to meet with President Trump, who she says she learned they were trying to keep the Angel families away from President Trump because they felt that the, their presence in the White House might encourage him to not sign the bill. So that brings up the question, Greg, do you think that it would be a wise strategy, that it would be wise to sign the bill and avoid a government shutdown? Or do you think that it's the better alternative for uh, President Trump to sign the bill, get the shutdown mess behind him, and then go about talking about the crisis at the border as the events continue to come up? Because we know they will. There's caravans on the way. There will be continued news on this. Which do you think would be the better strategy? If it was merely the, the the very paltry amount of money towards building a not even a wall or even a fence, just some some bollard type fencing that's easily that the illegal aliens can easily get over. If it was merely that, and then Trump starts the process of declaring a national emergency, you'll find the liberal judges, of course, knowing the importance of open borders to the Democrat Party, will block him, and that legal process will. We'll start, and maybe you can get expedited review up to the Supreme Court. Maybe you can't, but that may be all be tied up. I might, okay, because in and of itself, shutting down the government will not get the uh, Democrats or even the Republicans to vote to secure the border. There are ways, and maybe we'll, we'll come to that, which tr- things Trump could do to change the immigration status quo. But as we're reading now about the restrictions on enforcing the immigration laws, that are buried away in this bill, that must earn a veto. 
because right now, because what they, uh, as what I were reading this morning on Thursday, is that any supposedly unaccompanied minor, an unaccompanied minor can be 17 years old, or or someone who just the tatted gang member who says he's 17 years old, that anyone associated with that person, anyone who would be a potential sponsor of that person, anyone who might be in the household of that person cannot be deported. So with any restrictions on enforcing the immigration laws in it, that must earn a veto in, in, in my opinion. Yeah, and this is one of the things that President Trump had said earlier on. We've got to examine it to see if there's any landmines in there. Boy, I'll tell you what, that certainly does give you the impression that there's a landmine in there. This is a... um this is a huge deterrent to ICE, uh, saying that ICE cannot remove any sponsor or potential sponsor. Now you're 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 employed in the legal profession, and words have meanings, Greg. So when you hear the word sponsor, or in quotes potential sponsor, or in quotes member of a household of a UAC. That certainly seems like anybody, which mm-hmm. essentially provides de facto sanctuary for anyone near an unaccompanied minor. Now, when you look at who could who could some of these, uh, they call them UACs, uh, unaccompanied uh, children, 30 to 40 percent of MS-13 residents uh, arrests have been unaccompanied minors. So essentially what you're saying is, ICE cannot arrest a MS-13 individual that's near or around or, in fact, is an unaccompanied minor. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. So that when, with, with that kind of provision, and there's also a whole bunch of paperwork requirements built into this that would burden ICE, and instead of spending time rounding up or finding illegal aliens, which is their mission, among among other things, the... They'll be spending a t- more, lot more time filling out paperwork, which is, again, an, an intentional effort by the Democrat Party to interfere with and hinder enforcement of our immigration laws. So the, the, any kind of these restrictions, in my opinion, must earn a veto. And I would encourage our listeners that you can go to WhiteHouse.gov and you can put in an email through WhiteHouse.gov and tell the president to veto the bill. We have to enforce our, our, our immigration laws. And now, send it back. Send it back. Send it back for more. Is that is I guess you know it was just the lack of money. You know, I might be willing to go with this and then start the emergency declaration and start that process to to do the border security. But here's well, exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. And, and I, one other comment on this: um, the the um, the reality is this should have been something that was disclosed by the Republican members of this conference committee. This was none of this should is a surprise to anybody that was in the conference committee. These are 17 individuals. Um, The majority of the Senate portion of the conference committee were Republicans. The majority of the House members of the conference committee were Democrats. This is a process that was designed and developed over a period of time. They didn't just all of a sudden come up with this on Wednesday and then plop it on the president's desk. They've been building this document and this this uh, funding uh, mechanism for the better part of two to three weeks. I find it unconscionable that none of the Republicans that were members of this went to the media, went to the American people and said, this is what's getting ready to happen. 
This was put on the president's desk on Wednesday, expected to be, I'm sorry, put to Congress on Wednesday, expected to be voted on on Thursday, and then put on the president's desk on Friday. That leaves absolutely no room for any kind of negotiation. So it's being forced down his throat because they feel that the political pressure is such that he's going to be forced to sign this. So they knew that they were shoving into this thing a bunch of de facto amnesty, de facto sanctuary city sanctuary policies, and they left the administration no room to be able to negotiate any of this. Well, I I would differ with that point is Donald Trump vetoes it. He goes back to Congress. He says, no. I will not sign it with you. You must remove before I will sign this bill. Here's a list of five or 10 or 15 or 20 changes that must go in that bill or I'm not going to sign it. So you get so you're, going to, you're going to remove every restriction that you put in here on ice doing its job and every restriction you put in here on the Border Patrol doing its job. Every restriction on enforcing our immigration laws. I as the, I as the president am constitutionally charged with taking care that the laws be faithfully executed, and I will sign no law that interferes with that constitutional obligation. I don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I think it just boils down to where do you think the pressure is, is, exists in signing this law? Does, is, is the pressure uh, to the point to where it leaves him no choice, or does he stand up and say, now over uh, what... They can minor aspects of this, including the fund, some of these extra detention centers, the funding for, uh, you know, all of these various divisions for people who are crossing the border, including a million dollars on rescue beacons so that migrants who try to sneak through the deserts and land along the border can call for help when they're exhausted. I mean, essentially, this is just a pathway to walk into our country, Greg. It is, and it's not essentially. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what what is intended, and that's exactly what is going to be the effect. We talked about before of what Donald Trump should do and could do is to make is right now the open borders, the status quo in immigration suits the Democrat Party and a large number of cheap labor Republicans just fine. So to to get anything out of Congress. Donald Trump has to, and in fact can, change the immigration status quo. He should use his authority under 8 U.S.C. 1182F to bar the entry of all aliens into the country. For immigration, for temporary foreign workers, it's all barred. He should shut down the southern border to all traffic. He should leverage Mexico by, by ending or reducing maybe by 50% all flights to and from Mexico ending the cruise lines going to and from Mexico, cutting off Mexican banks from the U.S. banking system, and, and, to, and to make it economically a deal you know, to, to, for them to stop facilitating this mass illegal immigration across, through their country into ours, to make an economic deal they can't refuse. To change their behavior. So when you, so when you change the status quo... All of a sudden, business is screaming for their temporary foreign workers, and the without any immigration, there's, there'll be widespread pressure, and you might, at that point, be able to build enough of a support in the Congress with Republicans and some Democrats to change the status quo. So now what you've done is, instead of Trump going to Congress and saying, please pass something that I like to change our immigration system, 
Congress now has to come to him with a law, with a bill that he's willing to sign. And this strategy works as long as Donald Trump can maintain one-third plus one in at least one House of Congress to override a veto. Well, there's another option here, too, and that is is that if he has a relationship with the Republican senators, the onus could be shifted to the Senate because if he could if he could convince the senators to not pass this because they're going to vote on it. But if he could convince the senators not to pass it, that would relieve him of the responsibility of signing it. And I like your ideas. I mean, you know, the, the, the political pressure needs to shift in relation to the way things have unfolded. Uh, some of your ideas would be great if you had a conduit to President Trump so that this could get done. But, I mean, I agree. This this immigration issue has gone on long enough, and it's it, it seems to always come down to the wire in terms of getting it. And whoever's got the political capital to expend are the people who get to pad these things with their priorities. And right now, the Democrats feel like they've got the political upper hand. And yeah, so the other thing is, he's got the weekend. I mean, if he literally went to them and said, go back and redesign this, that theoretically there's 48 hours before a government shutdown would actually become a um, an issue. So if he could keep Congress in over the weekend and say, recalibrate all this, strike this stuff out, or I will not sign it, he could put the pressure back on them. Absolutely. And I... The government was shut down, what, two or three weeks before? I don't know. Did I, I felt no effect from it. it. had zero effect on my life. I don't know about you. It had the effect on a lot of uh, Democrat uh, lawmakers because they had to stand on the Capitol steps with giant posters of the inconvenienced government employees. Okay, well, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, so, you know, so, so the concerns of preventing more Americans from being murdered by illegal aliens just pales in comparison to the importance of making sure that government employees get their paychecks. Yep. Well, we got to take a quick break here. We will be back after a message from our sponsor for this half hour, All Star Collision, and we will have some other. Uh, events that unfolded this week to talk about most specifically andrew mccabe's brand new book called treason back after this when you're in an auto accident you want quality repairs done as fast as possible all you need is all-star for 20 years car star all-star collision and corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity so when the inevitable happens to you all you need is car star all-star collision 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock. On AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And on this show, we annoy liberals with truth and reason while Rush and Prager take the weekend off. Somebody's got to do it, Greg. Don, who said, show me the man and I'll find the crime? Oh, boy. Uh, I know it doesn't. I know it's somebody that wasn't uh, an American. Someone over in Europe, right? Well, actually, there, there's two. Actually, there's 
at least two people that have that are that have have said that. The first was Lavrenti Beria, who was secret police chief of the NKVD under Joseph Stalin, and the second is uh, Robert Mueller. Interesting. Well, did he say it, or did he act like it? Well, technically, he's he's acted like it. We don't we don't have we don't have him on video <laughs> saying it, but you know we don't have all of his private right. conversations either. But that but you know that's maybe an attempt at a little humor to make to make a point is as to what's been going on, and that's exactly what's been going on ever since Donald Trump won the election. That by the way, that the FBI and the Department of Injustice tried to rig in Hillary Clinton's favor, and failing that, they have launched this investigation into everything, every aspect of Donald Trump's life, trying to find something. And it, uh, it's increasingly becoming, as you start seeing leaks from the Mueller uh, team, that, uh, well, you know, don't you know, be prepared. Don't, don't get your hopes up. It's, it's going to be disappointing. There may not even be a report issued that, as we've known all along, there was never any evidence of any collusion between Donald Trump or his campaign and the Russians. I think all of these people knew it from the get-go, but they were trying to use this to mount a soft coup and force Donald Trump out of office and overturn the results of the 2016 election. And it's now morphed into, well, what can we find about his business, uh, looking at the inaugural committee, something. And they've gone, been trying, they're going through his life trying to find the crime. And what's really kind of amazing is for everyone who's been looking, the FBI, Department of Injustice, the intelligence agencies, foreign intelligence agencies, the mainstream media, the Hillary Clinton campaign, the Democrat National Party. And what they've come up with nothing so far. That, that, that this man, that this man, that any law that this man has broken other than, I don't know, maybe, maybe he double parked in New York sometime. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll, they'll get to that point of going after him for that. But other than that, they've gotten, it's amazing that he's gone through this much of his life being in business, and so far, they can't find that crime. Well, not only can they not find a crime, but now that Andrew McCabe, the uh, individual that was overseeing the Hillary Clinton investigation, overseeing the investigation into alleged Russian tampering in our elections, who became the FBI director when James Comey was fired, has a new book out, Greg, and the book is entitled The Threat. It's in big red letters. And then below it, it says, How the FBI Protects America in the Age of Terror and Trump. Now, the way I read this title, the title alone is seditious. Andrew McCabe should be put up on treason charges, given that. He never will. And, and I'm sure that as we dig into this, there will be, we'll learn more. But let alone that, what we learn from Andrew McCabe's book is that the DOJ and the FBI actually had much deeper contemplation and consideration of using the 25th Amendment that has ever been previously disclosed. So what we're learning is that the DOJ, together with the FBI, were actively recruiting individuals to serve as cabinet members that would be involved in the process of using the 25th Amendment to remove Donald Trump from office. That, at any level, to me, 
is treason. Right. And you step back from this. You you have the FBI, the Department of Injustice, the intelligence agencies that have become political players in the country. They are not they are not politically neutral defenders of the republic. And whoever 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 wins the presidency is whoever they answer to for the next four years. And that's the, their their job is to enforce the law in an even handed manner. That's what we would envision that these agencies would do. The intelligence agencies would be out there battling our enemies in the shadows, gathering intelligence to inform our leaders as to what's what's going on, what the enemies and potential enemies of our country are up to. But instead, what we've seen is they've become political players for the Democrat Party. And what's even scarier than that is other than a few examples, Alan Dershowitz being a prominent example, there are essentially no Democrats that have the slightest problem with that. They think it's all just wonderful and are willing to use the FBI and Injustice Department against their political opponents, just like Obama used the IRS against his, his political opponents. And that's, that's even scarier than the fact that the agencies have become corrupt and politicized. Yeah, we're, you know, at every turn in this entire uh, adventure since Donald Trump has been elected, uh, I think we've learned uh, way more than we ever thought existed uh, in relation to this. The other thing that we're learning uh, that that happened this week, and I think this is important, is that uh, Devin Nunes said that there will be criminal referrals of individuals who were involved in, I guess the best way to describe it, uh, they were involved in the process of getting these these uh, and FISA warrants and the renewals to be able to surveil Carter Page, where those FISA warrants were incorrectly obtained. They were obtained by keeping information from the FISA courts. Or, and giving them information that was essentially created information. They used the, the articles uh, that appeared in a variety of different papers that were actually due to leaks that the FBI themselves made. So you got this circle. Devin Nunes came out this week and said there will be criminal referrals. So that should be interesting once we know who those individuals are. Wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't include uh, people like Andrew McCabe. Right, and Comey and, and the whole lot of them have, uh, have, have lied to Congress, which, by the way, that's what they indicted Roger Stone for. But we should know, we should know by now that uh, laws are for little people and Republicans. So I will, I will be more than shocked if there's ever a criminal prosecution of any of these deep state operatives. They're above the law. Well, that's exactly right, and there is a different set of laws. We, we're, you know, Hillary Clinton. Given given the way that they're going after Donald Trump on every priority, and by the way, I, you know, I can't remember a time when Democrats were as concerned about spending five billion dollars, and the media spent more time analyzing how this five billion dollars would be used and whether it was necessary or not. Do you remember them spending the same amount of time on, oh, I don't know, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act? Did they spend this kind of investigative uh, research into determining whether or not the 
uh, Obamacare or the, as we as it's referred to legally, the Affordable Care Act, whether those dollars were appropriately being spent. I don't recall it. No, and they just and in California news, they, they they finally pulled the plug on this high speed rail from San Francisco to Los Angeles, but they're still squandering money out there building a a, a high speed rail line between Bakersfield and Merced that's never going to be used, just so they don't have to give back the three point five billion dollars of federal money. So yeah, they they care not one iota about wasting money. The problem with the wall is not that is not that it's a waste of money. And it won't work. Their problem with the wall is they know from Israel's wall, from Hungary's double layer fences and other examples around the world that walls do work. Well, they certainly worked in Nancy Pelosi's office this past week when Agnes Gibney and the other angel families were trying to uh, get a moment of her time to tell. It's so telling when people can walk into Nancy Pelosi's office, illegal immigrants, and they're greeted with open arms. But American citizens who go into her office who have lost family members as a result of criminal illegal alien activity are have have the Capitol Police called on them. That that to me reveals everything. Right. And it wasn't just a few Capitol Police. I mean, you look at a photograph and we'll post it when we do our posting for the show is I mean, there's a wall of armed guards protecting Nancy Pelosi's borders. They don't, there's no such wall protecting America's borders, and that tells you where the Democrat Party is coming from. That's all the time we have for this week. Tune in next week at 4 p.m. for another edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.